I'm Yo Guangjin, and this is how we met. This week's essay was written by Robin Lim, who fell in love with deep sky photography. It's a story about capturing the unseen and looking beyond the problems of our tiny planet within the vast galaxy. We'll start his story deep in Brisbane, Australia. In April 2019, I was in Brisbane, Australia for a holiday. At that time, I had already taken up modest photography with my DSLR, so I was excited to catch the Down Under in all its beauty. I had heard from a friend that Brisbane had some incredible stargazing spots, of which Lake Mugara was brought to my attention. Just an hour drive away from Brisbane city centre, it was famous for the hiking trail from Mugara Dam to Mount Edward, a 600-metre volcanic peak that overlooks the lake. Most people will take a day trip to hike before having a delicious smoky barbecue by Hyde Park. But come nightfall, Lake Mugara becomes a viewing gallery for the Milky Way. So I thought, why not? We arrived at Lake Mugara around evening, right on time, to catch the paddle pop skies descend into darkness. As the pink and baby blue hues fade into midnight, I thought that nothing could compare to that sunset. Until the stars came out. At first there was only one bright speck, which I learned is called Sirius, the brightest star in our Milky Way. But gradually, other tiny dots spring out to jostle for my attention like a beautiful silver sequin in the sky. I'd come to capture the night sky, but in Brisbane, Australia, the night sky had captured me. That night would have a cosmic effect on me, and when I finally remembered to take a photo, it would have been my first on Instagram. I didn't know then, but I would have fallen in love with the galaxy, and I would dedicate every year after to capturing all her beauty. I love deep sky photography, and this is how we met. Ignition sequence start. Engines on. Five, four, three, one. All engines running. As a kid, growing up in Indonesia in the 1980s, you would not be short of siblings, relatives, friends, and nosy neighbors that come knocking on your door. Our collectivist culture is best represented by our many uniquely bahasa phrases. Take nongkrong, which typically means to hang out with your friends with no plans. To me, I didn't hate people, but maybe I just enjoyed the quiet voice in my head. The silent friend who really understands me the most. My earliest memory of the stars was back at my parents' house in the Kampong. I was driven by my search for quietness and personal time, which somehow landed me at the rooftop. As I laid on the cold tile floor, I would be lost staring into the round white orb and moon dust that littered the midnight sky. Bengong was what we called it in Indonesian, a feeling free of worry. As I grew older, I would get into photography, 
And naturally, my interests in the stars would collide with my hobby, and I became obsessed with deep sky photography. Deep sky photography, or astrophotography, is a branch of photography that specializes in taking stars, clusters, nebulae, dusts, and galaxies. It's a natural evolution to nightscape photography where you capture a landscape at night, like how I did of the Milky Way in Brisbane. Why I love deep sky photography is because it reveals to you what the eye cannot perceive. And to unlock this hidden galaxy of shapes and colors would require patience, technique, and artistry. Take the Orion Nebula, for example. A nebula is like a nursery for the stars. When piles of ionized gases and dust contract under their own gravity, they will collapse and form a star. The Orion Nebula is the brightest nebula in the sky, twice the angular diameter of the full moon, and houses about 700 stars in various stages of formation. It is also a diffuse nebula, which means its fluorescent components explode as if they were a cosmic cotton candy devoured by the gods. Each deep sky photographer's nebula looks slightly different because we take false color images. These are images where components are colored. An extreme example would be how target buildings are colored red in Mission Impossible. But this does not mean we take fake photos of Orion because false color images are created through a combination of filters that teases out what's already in the nebula as opposed to what isn't. Each photo is also taken in different conditions, which makes the final product a unique interpretation of the Orion Nebula. My routine and equipment on deep sky photography might shock most people, but it's worth noting, amongst serious hobbyists, I'm fairly average. But my single most expensive item is a telescope mounted on the Skywatcher EQ8R Pro that costs over $6,000. I know it sounds ridiculous, but any deep sky photographer will understand. If you aren't one, let me make my case. You might not feel it, but the Earth rotates really fast. Exactly 23 hours, 56 minutes, and 4 seconds for one complete rotation. That's 1,670 kilometers per hour, which would make anything that's light years away move whenever you take long exposure photos. I tried hacking a normal tripod, but it could never deliver the speed and accuracy, which led to photos with trailing streaks of light. You need to pay for a telescope mount that can move at the speed of Earth's rotation, specific to the target that you're taking a picture of, and the EQ8R Pro is an absolute unit at doing so. It weighs 30 kg, can carry 50 kg of weight, and takes 45 minutes to set up. But once I was done, every shot I took was a step up. I highly recommend any budding deep sky photographer to invest in a telescopic mount, but maybe not in the EQAR Pro. If you need suggestions, feel free to reach out. My Instagram is in the description. As for my routine, I take the photos mostly at an open rooftop car park near my HDB block, or sometimes by my bedroom window. Usually I start at 7pm on the weekend all the way to 4am the next day. During the session, I'm lounging or praying for the clouds to disappear. Just kidding, 
As a deep sky photographer, you should be checking for clear skies and not praying. Learning to prepare and being discerning in gear equipment was something taught by Remus Chua, a man whose impact was as salient as the Milky Way was for me. It had been about a year since I took deep sky photography with the same passion as I do now, and by chance I had met Remus Chua, who I learned founded the Singastro Forum. To those who don't know, Singastro is short for Singapore Astronomer, which started in Yahoo Groups back in February 1999. It was the first membership-free astronomy group set up by Remus Chua and Chu Yi Ren. Their intention was to allow more organized imaging sessions with less formality. An imaging session is a fancy term for taking deep sky photos. By intent, you can guess Remus Chua is a generous man when it comes to sharing his knowledge. And boy, does he have tons of knowledge. To be specific, three decades worth of knowledge where his work was published on astronomy, and sky and telescope, the goal for all of us. So far, I had some victories taking images of the Pleiades and the Andromeda Galaxy, but I was wondering if I should invest more into a better telescope or a better camera. During an imaging session, which he kindly invited me to, I asked him about his thinking behind gear investment. Full disclosure, seeing his gear made me feel like I should be investing in everything. Turns out every equipment he bought was because he had to solve a specific problem in deep sky photography. Is your exposed photo trailing with lights? Get a telescopic mount. I'm not saying that he told me to throw $6,000 on it, but it gave me perspective on how to manage my investments. Till today, it is the number one advice I give to anyone who reached out on Instagram asking about gear. I still meet Remus in Mersing, Malaysia, whenever he organizes them. If you're interested, he runs it monthly every February to October. These sessions gave me good practice on setting up and tearing down my deep sky kit with beautiful targets to shoot. Most recently, I've taken Trifid and Lagoon Nebula in Mersing. In particular, the Trifid Nebula is a celestial work of art. I would describe it as two cosmic lovers, one blue and one pink, that collide and could never disentangle their affections ever since. We'll continue to This Is How We Met after the break. Oh hi, Guangjin here. Producing this podcast has been an absolute blast. If you have connected to this episode as much as we did, could I ask for a 5-star rating? If you don't want to miss an episode, hit the bell icon and follow us as well. We'll let you know every week whenever a new episode is out. We'll return to This Is How We Met. I found a community of amateur astrophotographers in Singapore where we become friends and sometimes meet for imaging sessions or attend major events together. The more memorable was in September 27, 2022. Jupiter's opposition. A time where the planet sits directly opposite the sun with Earth in between. During this time, Jupiter will be closer to Earth than any other time of the year. 
While Jupiter's opposition happens every 13th month in 2022, it was legendary as it would be the closest since 1963. You would in theory be able to see all of Jupiter's features, such as the marble swirls and bands sharper than ever, and even catch two of Jupiter's moons, Europa and Io. While Jupiter's opposition was a shared experience, our photos were all a personal and individual experience. Not just because of our own creative decision, but our problem-solving solutions. On the day itself, a thin layer of high clouds began to form and it forced many of us to problem-solve for it. For me, I could only capture Jupiter's moon, but other people had better luck. Because the path to capturing the photo is a personal one, even during COVID, it was something that I enjoyed as much alone. In fact, it made COVID seem smaller, that we only need to look outwards to observe planetary forces that occur at scales far greater than COVID. These days, I take the personal journey a little further than most, by designing and manufacturing my own equipment. This enables me to stay inspired as I can create my own telescope and mount, not just buy them off the shelf. Many of my DIYs are then shipped overseas, most recently to Australia, where it all began for me. I will always love deep sky photography and revel in capturing the unseen, just like how it has captured me. Oh, hi. Thanks for staying all the way to the end. I'm guessing you have some interesting stories to tell as well. When we created This Is How We Met, our objective wasn't just to share stories of couples in love, but to share the complex relationship of meeting someone or something new. Tell us your story by reaching out to us on our website. The link is in the description. See you next week. <laughs>